The Weekly Pleb is back. You are listening to and or watching season two, the very first episode. My guest today is my brother, Donald. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> and today we have a bit of a different episode than normal, but I've been wanting to do this for a while now. But we have a couple of uh, these hands, fancy pants uh, VR headsets, and we're going to go ahead and jump into the metaverse and see what all that futuristic nonsense is up. Uh, all about sounds great I'm yeah excited. so without further ado we'll hop right in <clears throat> i still can't do anything with my thing here though dude what the heck i see a laser going out coming out that's me <laughs> i got a i got a laser pointer see that oh cool yeah i can point at the work we're doing are you able to draw on the oh. whiteboard let me see i can shoot it oh yeah no, but can you draw on the whiteboard in front of you? What whiteboard? <laughs> there's, there's... Oh, the desk whiteboard? Yeah. There we go. I'm getting better. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see, my, my shit's just broken. My arm is inside the table. Yeah, that's not unusual. Your arms are always oh, in the table. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You okay there, buddy? Yeah, I'm all right. So how do you think that we got to this point of feeling like we need to be in a digital world, a, a digital version of reality? Um, I don't know. I feel like part of it is like the companies, the VR companies are just trying to create use cases for VR. So I guess it started off with chat rooms, right? And then they go, oh, what if we have professional chat rooms, you know, for professional working people? Yeah. I, I feel like Facebook has definitely made big moves in this field. Clearly, I mean, we're using their device right now. But I just saw this thing that these uh, Oculuses are subsidized, so they're cheaper, like, Facebook might not even make it be making a whole lot of profit just trying to be uh first get that first mover advantage into the market, you know. Like a loss leader in some sort some sort of way. Yeah. You know, they just because if everyone's using their headsets, then they got to use their operating systems and apps and every, all that fun jazz, right? Whatever else Zarky Muckerberg is up to over there. Marky Mark is doing. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like I feel like the like video games have kind of been this way for a while, anyways. Maybe not to the to the extreme of being in VR, but like they've been these community community centers where people like first off pay for the game and then go online to meet up with friends, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, they chat about what they're doing in the game. They like to, they'll pay microtransactions for different skins, gun skins, uh, avatars, what, whatnot, right? So I feel like we've kind of been headed towards this way anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, video games have been driving a lot of this virtual reality stuff. I think you're right there. I feel like the, do, do you think the NFTs... Uh, of late have had a role in like jump starting this stuff 
getting it mainstream i wouldn't say jump starting it i would say yeah more like making it mainstream but it's like another use case you know where like now you can have like your own virtual house where you can say i own this vase and yeah. it's it belongs to me or i own this property it belongs to me no one else can say it's theirs yeah which i mean it's it's better than like the nft pictures where it's like oh yeah i own this picture of a bored ape yeah and people can just right click and hit save image where now it's like a virtual thing and it's i mean i could record it you know and just say oh yeah this stuff is mine yeah but it's almost no different than walking into some random person's house and going oh yeah look at this look at this ferrari like i own it yeah well i feel like the the tech behind nfts is like definitely legit you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's that's what's made the metaverse really come to life in terms of like people talking about it but just because nfts kind of made it clear that in whatever the metaverse ends up being you can have the ability to own certain things like you can own that shirt you're wearing or i could own i don't know all sorts of different things like you said a house you know and Mm -hmm. it just kind of (laughs) legitimizes the metaverse a little bit but it does also feel like just trying to create a parallel reality to what we have in real life already in some ways yeah absolutely i mean that's kind of it's similar to the whole blockchain issue you know where a lot of proponents for blockchain and cryptocurrency say oh this is the next step of financials and economics and everything but when you dive deeper into it it just sounds like they're just recreating the current financial system but digitally do you think the metaverse will be like a big economy i mean it seems like it's headed that way already um it definitely can could be I think there's definitely potential. It just depends on like like what you do with it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's the same thing with like the internet in general where there's definitely everyone most people could see the potential there. But it was just a matter of how you use it and the brains behind creating the use cases behind it, you know? Where now you have like Amazon, you have Twitter, you have these massive juggernauts. You can buy art from anywhere in the world. You can buy merchandise anywhere in the world. You can watch like basketball here in the US, but from China. Like it's going to be the same thing where right now we're just in the early, early stages of the metaverse. So to us, we're like, well, we don't. I, well, I think you and I, we see potential in what it could be, but we can't always, we don't always see the potential there yeah. of like where it could go next. We just know that there could be something really big behind it. Yeah. It, we, even with like this VR headset and like the stuff that we're doing and seeing now, mm-hmm. it somehow feels like we are like, it's pretty good. It's pretty smooth, but it's still glitchy, buggy, a little laggy here and there. And um, <laughs> I I feel like it, it kind of feels like as if we're looking at the first television for TVs. You know what I mean? 
but the VR form of that, whatever that ends up being. And I think that it's like you said, this is just the beginning. Like this is pretty remarkable in my opinion for how early on we are in VR. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think linking it to like, as akin to like the first TV, um, or even like the first radio, or the first cell phone. You know, it's all. It's just the. It's just the beginning. So we have no idea. I I, I was gonna say in ten years, but I think in even five years of what this technology could do, and that that's just VR. There's also AR alternate reality, which is like what a Pokemon Go uses where you're not in a virtual world you're in the actual physical world but through like a device like a cell phone you see like characters or whatever pop up on screen and so like like in pokemon go you find a pokemon and you can use your camera to see like you're in the park and the pokemon is in the park on your phone yeah it's like a meshing of the digital and real world yeah exactly and it's it's real enough for now that it works really well i think one of the big problems with vr is um motion sickness and obviously like the glitching because the glitching can it, it can be funny but if you're trying to like use say this work environment as a professional work environment like if you have glitchy hands some people might misinterpret it as like they'll misinterpret it however they they interpret it you know yeah i feel like this is actually a relatively effective workplace if you're having like a meeting across the world or something minus the fact that you, you there's still really no emotion that you can tell you know like your mm-hmm. hand movements and uh your your mouth is moving along with your talking but your face is like just pretty flat. I mean, there's a little bit of expressiveness to like your eyebrows and eyes, mm-hmm. but it still seems like that'll be like a long ways away from what it'll eventually be. Like, I think eventually it'll look just as real as real life. And that's a bit of a scary thought. I I just don't, I don't really see the, the use case for like a virtual workplace unless it's like, unless you want to make it like secret, like anonymous, you know, where you just create a random avatar and you get together for a business or whatever purpose. And then that way, no one knows what you really look like. Um, that That's a use case I could see for a virtual like meeting. But otherwise, like if you're just within your own company or seeing another company, you, you genuinely want to see their faces unless there's some reason to be like discreet. Yeah. And I mean, over here, if you look at the, to your right, they, that's like a screen for other guests that can hop in that aren't you, that aren't using a headset. Mm -hmm. So like you can still have people zooming in and stuff like that, at least in this one, even though that, looks like a slot for one singular person (laughs) well we don't don't know how it works that's true we don't know how any of this works they could add more panels around that or something i don't know yeah yeah it feels a little bit like um uh, sims you know how with sims you go on your sim and send them to work 
Except now it's like you wake up, put the VR headset on, and take your little sim to work. Yeah, I think part of the reason why it feels like Sims is like the art style is similar. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Anything <clears throat> cartoony looking with these avatars. But so what do you say we <clears throat> we get rid of these professional looking avatars and get over into VR chat and see what they got over there for us to mess around with? Sure, sounds good to me. I'd like to take a moment to apologize to those of you tuning in on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm sure that 90% of what's been said so far doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you, and I'm 100% sure it's downhill from here. So I'd encourage you to check out our YouTube channel, uh, The Weekly Pleb. And for those of you already on YouTube, don't forget that every like you leave below, we're going to take away one of Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook friends. So enjoy the rest of the video. Hey, here we are. What is up with my underarms? Goodness gracious. What is that monstrosity? <laughs> that is just, oh, it just doesn't. Oh, hello. <laughs> okay, how do you sit down in this chair? I'd like to sit. You don't. That's the that's the trick. No, no, you, you can take a seat. I'm sure. Oh, you know how. Gotta be, you change to sit mode. Like this. There you go. Ah. Oh, you can actually click to sit. Oh, I see that. Okay, there we go. Now we're sitting. You can't really move your you around too much. No. And you are sitting inside of that chair. I am. You're sitting in that chair. Your feet. No, like you are inside oh. of it. Oh, I'm inside of it. <laughs> Where are my legs? Ow. Move your, your feet are also in the ground yeah well half of your body is inside the chair too buddy so i feel like vr chat is a closer um sign of what is to come in the future you know it's like this community hub thing where you jump into all sorts of different experiences yeah i think to me vr chat is like the closest thing to what games will do with 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 vr because a lot of um, a lot of games have like these hub worlds, you know. Yeah. So, like this is like just the start, and then it's then just like what creating a game around it, which it's kind of tricky because I think you'll know that VR is there when. The big gaming companies have VR, and like you already had that with um, oh what was it called, with Half Life VR. Mm. Like that was a really good game, and people really liked it a lot. They liked the VR use cases. Like you could pick up anything, you could throw it, and like people weren't really getting motion sickness because like motion sickness is the big thing, you know. Yeah, I can I can only stand this freaking thing for like an hour tops, really. And even then, I don't. I don't even use this headset much. I've had it for a few months now, and I I really rarely use it. So I feel like it's just back to like we're still very early. You know, this is just the the stuff to explore for like what it will be in the future. Yeah, it's still early, and I I can't imagine that like coding for this 
is easy at all. Oh, of course not. This is like absurd. I, I don't even know the first thing about coding really, but this is just, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So it's, it's mind bending. You could say, because it's like, I mean, it doesn't help you walk over here and it's like, there's nothing. We're yeah. just in a void. Well, I think that's, that's kind of part of what tells you that it's still early, you know, like most of this stuff is pretty simple, even if it's like way more advanced than like average games and stuff, you know? Yeah. It's still very basic. Can I pick up the pillow? And... Oh, oh, you grabbed it. What the heck? Smacking you with ah. the pillow. Stop. I can keep it in midair. Look at this. Yeah, <laughs> we have superpowers. Uh, We're yeah, telekinetic. Apparently so. You can also, you know, hey, you can also draw here. <laughs> it's like one of those 3D uh, printing pencils. Oh, the 3D art is gonna be really cool. Yeah, this is this is insane. It's pretty cool. You can, it's like real time drawing in 3D in virtual reality. That's, I don't even know how, what to doodle. I guess you start with the, the classic go-to doodle, right? The classic go-to doodle. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, actually I'm going to, I'm going to one up you ready. You were better. You did a smiley face. Are you going to make it three dimensional? Heck yeah. I don't know how you, how you're going to pull that one off. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Dude, it's fucking. <laughs> you, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> okay, so which one are you? Oh, I guess we're doing the Japan Shrine. Heck yeah, buddy. What kind of name is that? Japan Shrine? Yeah, it's I don't know. A, just a shrine to Japan? It's just like location and shrine. It's not even like a description. Okay, so what do we do here? Find possible map. Lol chair collider third person cam. EGM ambient sound cool see I, I feel like how old people felt when they first got into the computers and stuff oh look it's a frogman where he's, he's right there in front of me oh geez Frankie the wolf Frankie the wolf I think I'm still sitting down yeah you are it, it looks like Frankie's trying to talk to me but I don't see I don't hear what he's saying <laughs> oh, I think it's because I got my volume down here. Oh, there she is. There's my butter. Hi. Oh, oh, it's a big stick of butter. Well, that's nice. That's convenient. Nom 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 nom. You look, you look very small compared to this frog and butter. Okay. Is this a banana? A banana. I don't. This, oh, this is a, that is a very creepy looking banana if it's a banana. Okay, so this is literally just an empty map uh, that is dedicated to Japanese style. Dude, you can go up the stairs. Uh... But see, like, th this is just the beginning. This reminds me of, like, uh, CSGO or something like that, where it's, like, very basic graphics, you know? Oh, yeah. I think, like, if you can deal with, like, the glitchiness, like, 
programming wise, then you've got something really special on your hands. Yeah. Well, and I, I think oh. that eventually the glitchiness gets better or easier. I don't cool. Know. We're in a Zen garden. I mean, the ground's just black. It's kind of concerning. Oh boy, I'm starting to get motion sick. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. See that? That's the probably the biggest downside. All right. Have you had had enough exploring in here? Let's see what's up here. Okay. Oh, there's a whole team of people over here, is there? There is. Let's see what these guys are up to. <laughs> I'll grab your So this is the future, huh? Did this motherfucker just say so this is the future, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the future we stick our fingers all over the ass. No, no, how do you get to say <laughs> what are you doing back here, Mr. Robot? <laughs> he's yeah. anally probing him. What do you what else do you think he's doing? Shit. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> are those teletubbies? <laughs> those are teletubbies. Dude, that's frightening. Man. Oh jeez. One of them's at gunpoint now. Give me that gun. I won't blame you. Is this just the Illuminati man? Where's the. Oh, what? oh my god! What is that? Oh, that's part of the map? What is that? That's not a person. Dude! Sure, let's see it. Oh, oh, that's you. That was you. I feel like the server is going to crash. That, that, that is an actual person. Are you so big that you have to be modding? How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? What are you? What are you guys? Doing? I don't know. He just came up and just started getting on his knees. I don't I don't ask too many questions. I must get eaten. Please eat me. Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> hey. They, they, don't, they don't care about you anymore. <laughs> don't even care about the voice. Just hey. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> How long has it been? <laughs> yeah, if, if it's the metaverse versus reality, I still vote reality. <laughs> uh, there's some good, there's some positives to the to virtuality, but yeah, I prefer physical. <laughs> I just feel like uh, at the very basic idea of what it is, it's like screens an inch from your eyeballs, and like I can, I personally can only handle so much of that. You know, I don't know, it's pretty absurd. 
But I don't think you're alone. I don't think many people can tolerate virtual reality for very long. Yeah. And what helps is the motion tracking. Um, motion tracking and fidelity. Because I have like a Nintendo Switch VR thing. And it's a lot of fun. But it's like I get motion sick like within five minutes of playing it. Because like on the Switch, it's what? 720p. So, and if you're splitting it in half, now two screens are 360p. Yeah. So it's really pixelated and just moving. Like, I just, I get so sick. You think the Oculus is better? Oh, yeah. I, I last a lot longer in the Oculus, but. So then that's kind of a sign that it'll probably just keep getting better and better and less motion sickness, less all the problems. Yeah. And I think the biggest obstacle with motion sickness is that your brain doesn't understand why. Like, I looked this up where. Your, your eyes are seeing movement. Like, your eyes are telling your brain, I'm moving forward. But, but your body isn't. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah, your body is telling you, like, no, you're not. You're <laughs> sitting still. And so your brain interprets that as, like, being sick. Yeah. And so that's why you get motion sickness. Mm. So do you think that, like, the younger generation and, like, kids now that are wearing these on the regular are going to just become accustomed to it and it won't be a problem for them? Yeah, probably. But, I mean, we, we won't know if, until, like, they get older and they go, oh, yeah, I don't get motion sick at all from sitting and, like, watching it for, like, 18 hours. Yeah. So, having been in the metaverse now, do you think we're more likely to have a future where it, like, plays a small role, but a role nonetheless? Or it's, like the dystopian uh ready player one reality where like everybody lives in a tiny little box and puts on their headset in the morning and um i think it's going to depend a lot on society what physical society is like because if it if physical society becomes really dystopian then vr will play a larger role where that's how you escape like oh a terrible society you go into the virtual world and it's better yeah. you know um but if the physical reality is is way better then it would just be a fun side thing to have and i think um yeah it would just be a fun side thing it'll be like fun for a few video games and whatnot um there's like a few things that have to align but i think business wise there's potential i just don't know what what else is out there you know well i feel like it's <clears throat> it's almost endless potential they're already selling like digital real estate worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars millions of dollars oh yeah which is like kind of a risky move in my uh in my opinion just because it's usually with like i know the main one is decentraland and it's like they don't even have a vr version of the land or whatever it is yet you know it's just like the digital real estate so it's it feels like saving a spot for a future once they develop it i don't know but i know that because you own the certain plot you can develop whatever you want there so like it might be up to the individual owners to create the vr stuff in it but i don't know you could have like vr hangout rooms like we just did in the vr chat mm -hmm. or like exclusive lounges that you can only get into if you have blank nft or whatever you know yeah that's but. a that's a good idea like memberships or whatever where you can have a, like your own separate hangout space 
like like a country club or something like that um yeah i think the real interesting thing will be the the meshing of like physical things with virtual things um where i mean it sounds weird to say this but it becomes almost indistinguishable from the two yeah i don't know if that makes sense absolutely absolutely yeah I mean, simulation theory is a thing for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't buy into simulation theory, but I, 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 I don't not disagree with it if that makes sense. Well, it's one of the only theories that cannot be proven or disproven, and that's why I don't care for it. Because if you can't <laughs> disprove it or prove it, then like it's, it's not worth your time waste worrying about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's not like Des- Descartes saying. I think, therefore, I am. Yeah. You know, it's just a theory. And but hey, when I do stuff like this, seeing the virtual worlds we've created just with what we have, mm-hmm. it's like I could definitely see a potential future where like such and such civilization entirely lives online and doesn't even really realize it, like because it got such good quality, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think. Have you ever seen the the show Westworld? It's also a movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I've I've seen the first season. I got halfway through the second season, but what they talk about is similar to like any other like robot and AI movie where they become self-aware. Yeah. And that's like probably the last step in like creating non-playable characters or AI where you create something that seems and sounds like a human. Yeah. And then it will be interesting to observe what happens if like you can observe them in VR, like God mode. And you have all these characters that are self-aware. They don't realize they're in like a virtual world, but they go about their business as if they're real people or real, um, organic. Yeah. Organisms or <laughs> yeah, whatever. So I think that could be really interesting. That would be part of a the simulation theory is that like, you're simulating what um what life is like you know with physics and whatnot yeah well so do you think this technology is good or bad or neither really um i think it'll be like the rest of the internet in that there's some good and there will probably be plenty of bad (laughs) I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if if they're gonna see it like that last half of the recording. But <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it's not even just us; it's like oh, yeah. everyone else. Some of the strangers in VR have uh, very little filter. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like we didn't. Even, it's probably good that we didn't tell them that we were on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, Kermit has got quite the mouth on him. That's for sure. <laughs>